from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. We are not, we are not exclusive at all. And it's been part of my goal to try to break down that barrier that French people are snobbish people, ooh-la-la type of people. We like to have a great time and we'd love to invite everybody who would care to celebrate that holiday for us. When, when the French borrow a name from the English, they will pronounce it the English way. Like we, we have the, the word, the verb liker, to like, and really? we use it in France. Oh, really? est-ce que tu like this? Do you like this? Je like, tu like, il like, nous, nous likons, vous likez, really? il like, oh <laughs> subjonctif que je like, <laughs> wow. and it goes on. <laughs> I'm Rod Milam, in for Sarah Fenske. July 14th is what we call in the United States Bastille Day, but the French in France call it the Fête Nationale, or the national holiday. It's, the day, it's a day of fireworks, parades, and celebration all across France, pretty much like we do here in the United States for the 4th of July. And since the modern history of the St. Louis region begins with France being settled here, or France settling here in the area, I figured we should explore some of the roots of French and French culture in and around St. Louis, from the names that we have of our towns, our neighborhoods, and the cities, and also our current interaction with France and the metro area. And I couldn't think of a better way to do that than to speak with the executive director of Alliance Française de Saint-Louis, or with Isabelle Heibreder. And Alliance Française is an organization dedicated to promoting French alliances and culture in the area. Isabelle, thank you very much for coming in today, and welcome to St. Louis on the Air. Thank you so much for inviting me, Rod. Okay, so um, how would I say... Happy National Day in French to you. We, we wouldn't say this, first <laughs> of all. We wouldn't greet each other. It's, it's a day off. Nobody works in, mm -hmm. in France on the 14th of July. And uh, there will just be a military parade on the Champs-Élysées. Mm -hmm. uh, and after that, it's just a day off and uh, people will watch fireworks. I grew up on the French Riviera in Toulon on the harbor, and uh, we had fireworks. We had front row seats for fireworks every year. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's very fond memories for me. And how long have you been in St. Louis? I have been in St. Louis for 22 years. And have you done any of those celebrations in the St. Louis area while you've been here? We do not do fireworks. I understand that the oldest organization of St. Louis was La Société Française de Saint-Louis, uh, that I'm a member of and a board member of. And La Société Française de Saint-Louis was a um, an helping organization that was founded in the 1850s. And they were mainly for financial help for the French uh, settlers in St. Louis. Eventually, they became more of a society that would observe um, big French celebration. And it used to be they did have a parade uh, in up till, I believe, the 30s. But then the parade became too much to handle and to organize and things like that. So usually the French organizations are trying to do a dinner. And uh, we're going to meet for a dinner. We're going to meet at the MAC. 
and uh, we we are very proud uh, to have the four main French organizations in St. Louis, you know, getting together for this because we all work together. We all have very different goals and we do different things. And uh, but it's a way for us to meet and to invite all our friends to help us celebrate Le 14 Juillet. And what are those four organizations? So I'm going to go by rank of the oldest organization. And the oldest one is the Société Française de Saint-Louis, still exists. Then we have the Alliance Française de Saint-Louis, which was founded in 1906. We became a school in 1964, thanks to Estelle Powers. Then there is Lyon Sister City, because we are, uh, we are tied with Lyon. And there is Les Amis, who is mainly the, the colonial corridor and interested in Saint Genevieve. Okay. So we're all getting together and some of our members. And, you know, it is, it is open to the St. Louis, you know, population at large. We are, not, we are not exclusive at all. And it's been part of my goal to try to break down that barrier that French people are snobbish people, ooh-la-la type of people. We like to have a great time, and we'd love to invite everybody who would care to celebrate that holiday for us. And speaking of invitations, what I'd like to do is invite all of our listeners to the conversation that we're having right now. Um, Is there some prominent French connection that you have in your life? Do you practice that here while you're in St. Louis? And if you appreciate it, being in St. Louis with some of the French history that you have, you can give us a call right now. Telephone number is 314-382-8255. That's 314-382-TALK. You can also send in a tweet at STL on air. And you can also email us if you would like. It's uh, The email address that we have is talk at stlpr.org. So you're head of the organization that you just mentioned. It's a school now, Alliance Française. It is a school. And um, what I would like to do, uh, I would wonder if maybe, well, first of all, let's talk about the school. How do you actually do lessons there at Alliance Française? Well, we, you know, the, the pandemic kind of changed our way of thinking and our way of acting uh, because of a I thought on March of 2020 that I might have COVID. So right away, I closed the school and waited my 14 days to have my results. But in that 14 days, I put all our classes on Zoom. And that was a huge change for us, huge adaptation, but it worked wonderfully. So for one year, we did, for one year and a half, practically, we closed our building which was a newly purchased building, and uh, we did all our classes on Zoom. We reopened our building uh, on July 5th, and we are doing now still classes on Zoom, classes in person, and hybrid classes, meaning that some of our students are joining us uh, in the classroom, and some others are joining us via Zoom. And it, it's a really cool thing, and it, it's kind of exciting. And, you know, at first, there were talk among the Alliance Française to do this, and we were like, oh, no, 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 our students, you know, like to see us in person and everything. But, you know, the pandemic kind of changed all that, and we adapted, and we're very proud of it. Mm-hmm. Well, since one of the things that I know, I'm a native St. Louis, and I've lived in different places. I had French class back in junior high and high school in U-City, and I know one of the lasting legacies of France here 
are the names, names of streets, names of neighborhoods, and names of uh, even whole cities that we have, including the name of this city where we're sitting right now. Would you mind doing a little mini lesson uh, with this right now? I would love to. Okay, so what I did um, over the weekend in between the 400 thunderstorms that we had, I went out and I spoke with about seven different people of varying backgrounds. Some of the people that I spoke with are native St. Louisans. They don't have any French in their background. And then we also have some people who are not native St. Louisans that I spoke with, and then some other people who have a little bit of French in their background. And since we have so many street names, and because I've had some French, I know good and well we don't pronounce <laughs> the names of the streets and, and all of that the way that, quote unquote, they should be pronounced. So what I will do is we have, I have uh, recorded some of this here. I have three, in this first round, I have three different people who um, have said these three different words in in uh, the way that we would say it here in St. Louis. I have Mary Weber. She's a brass musician, and she fills in with the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra as well. Ed Schweiger, he's an engineer, and he's from South County. And Jenny Vanderplume, she's originally from St. Louis, and now she's a high school aquatic science teacher in Texas. And they're going to pronounce the names of these three words that I've given you, and uh, they're going to say it the way any random St. Louis person would say it. So let's go ahead and hear how they'll say it. They'll say it twice, and then I'll ask you to say each of those words as a French person, probably the way you said them when you first actually got to St. Louis 20-plus years ago. Okay. Absolutely. St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis, Missouri. Soulard. Soulard. Soulard, 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 Creve Core, Creve Core, Creve Core, Missouri, Creve Core, Missouri, Creve Core, Missouri, Creve Core, Missouri. Okay, I didn't see you cringe too much at that, but let's go ahead. Let's go one by one. Well, how would you say? And I'm a native St. Louis, and so I'll say it in the way. How would you say St. Louis? Just the plain name of the town. Saint Louis. Saint Louis. Saint Louis, Missouri. Okay. And what about the next one? How would you say that word? Soulard. 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 Okay. With, a, it, with a good phlegm flavor. A lot of the French. Soulard. Okay. And how about the second, the third one? That's that's my favorite of them all. <laughs> Crève coeur. Crève coeur. Crève coeur. Okay. So, what is significant about uh, Saint Louis? Who is Saint Louis? Saint Louis is the only canonized king of the history of France. And he was canonized very, very quickly after his death, 27 years after his death, which is really nothing when you talk about becoming a saint. Uh, Saint Louis is, is a funny guy. I think that uh, he was a little bit of a mama's boy. Uh, his mother was Blanche de Castille, and she was omnipresent in his, in his uh, life. She picked his wife. And it was a love match. They had like something like 17 children or something like that. So Is that, that worked apparently. Yeah, oh, that okay. was it. Right. Uh, then Saint Louis kind of broke the news to his wife that he wanted to become a monk. And his wife said, I think not. And uh, uh, his wife proved to be very resilient. So there were problems between daughter-in-law and mother-in-law. And when Saint Louis went to... Uh, the Crusades, and he went on two ill-fated Crusades. Uh, his wife accompanied him because he didn't feel like he could leave his wife alone with his mother. So how did the town end up getting named after him? 
Uh, the story is that uh, Pierre Laclede was a little mad at the king at the time, who was Louis XV, because Louis XV had failed to tell Pierre Laclede that he had had a secret um, agreement with his cousin, the king of Spain, and that, in fact, the place where he was sending Pierre Laclede was not a French territory, but a Spanish territory. So Pierre Laclede was not very willing to name the city founded after, after Louis XV. And he thought that because he was not foolish enough to uh, vex the king of France, that if choosing a saint, he couldn't go wrong. So that's why it came to be St. Louis. Okay. And what about that second word? We said uh, Soulard. And that's, I conducted the interviews in Soulard and then at the bottom of Art Hill, right over the statue of, of Saint Louis, and also in the U City Loop. So Soulard, is that, is that a name or does that mean something or both? Soulard is the name of uh, the person who founded that area. There okay. was a Monsieur Soulard. Okay, mm -hmm. but... I happen to know that word, that actually means something. It's not a name. Uh, what does that mean? Soulard is a drunkard. Mm. Uh-huh. It's mm. a drunkard. A little appropriate for the area. Uh, I would say so. <laughs> okay. And then the last one, your favorite one, uh, Creve Cor, I'll mm -hmm. say it as that. What does that mean? And I think a lot of people will be, well, the bell will ring once you tell us what it means. Un creve cœur is a heartache. Mm -hmm. heartache. It's a heartache. Mm. And if you look at the flag of Creve Cor, I know that there is actually a heart a and it's heart. broken. Mm -hmm. So if we break the word apart, cre mm -hmm. is heart and clev, like a crevice or a crevasse you would talk about, it just uh -huh. means a break. Or, or creve is to puncture okay. or to pierce something. Okay. Un pneu creve is a flat tire. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Good. Now I know that. All right, let's go on to our second group. Um, these are going to be non-native St. Louis people. And they're going to try to pronounce some of the names as a St. Louis person would pronounce it. Um, so let's go ahead and listen to that. First, we have um, Patrice Brooks. He's been in St. Louis for 35 years, but he grew up in Bedford-Stuyvesant in Brooklyn. And then there's Harsh Bansal. He's from New Delhi, and he's only been in St. Louis for three years. So they might have kind of a normal struggle with anybody from anywhere trying to pronounce any of the names of some of these streets. Carondelet. 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 Belle Fontaine. Belle Fontaine. Belle Fontaine. Belle Fontaine. Cuvée River. Cuvée River. Cuvée River. Cuvée River. De Per, Missouri. De Per. Yeah. Desperes. Desperes. Okay, so let's go through there and find out how those are pronounced. Let's go ahead and go with the first one. Carondelet. Ah, Carondelet. Okay, so that's Carondelet. Okay, mm -hmm. what about the next one? Bellefontaine. Bellefontaine. And what does that mean? Bellefontaine is a beautiful fountain. Okay, and mm -hmm. Carondelet or Carondelet means? It doesn't mean anything. It's just a name? It, it's probably a name. Okay, mm -hmm. and next. Uh, that's my favorite of them all. How many favorites do you have? Oh, I have a ton <laughs> of favorites. Cuivre River. Cuivre River. River. Okay. And when, when the French borrow a name from the English, they will pronounce it the English way. Like we, we have the, the word, the verb, like, to like. And really? we use it in France. Oh, really? est-ce que tu like this? Do you like this? 
and we conjugated really? like an ER verb, like I like, je like, tu to like, il like, nous likeons, vous likez, il like, subjonctif que je like, and it goes on. And so we do, we don't say leak, we say like. We pronounce it because it's a foreign word. So cuivre, because uh -huh. it's a French word, and river, the English way. Cuivre river. Okay. Mm -hmm. And what does that word mean, the first part? Cuivre is copper. Okay, so it's mm -hmm. a copper river. And honestly, the first time I remember seeing it, I think maybe I was 25 years old, I'd heard of the Quiver River. I'd been on the Quiver River. Mm -hmm. I did, I'd never seen it written, and I, was, I saw it written down. I had absolutely no idea that's how it was And I believe be it's spelled. because of the color of the pebbles at the bottom of the river that are kind of yellowish, pinkish, okay. copper. Good. Mm -hmm. And the last one? Des pères. Des pères. And mm -hmm. what does that mean? The fathers. The fathers. So that's mm -hmm. the name of the river and actually the town, the yes. river that, that runs mm -hmm. into yep. uh, the Mississippi. All right, let's go on to our last one. Now, these are folks that I spoke with um, who say that they've had a little bit of French one way or another. They live here in St. Louis. Um, the first one is Michelle Turner. She's an engineer. She lives in Atlanta now but went to high school here. Uh, we have Shiv, who is from Mumbai, but he actually – has taken some French because he was interested in traveling and using language as he traveled. And Ginger, she's the owner of Cajun Corner um, down in Soulard Market. So let's hear how they pronounce these next three sets of words. Gravois. 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 De Balivier. De Balivier? De Balivier. De Balivier. Bellavia. Versailles. 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 Okay, well, there's a mixed bunch there. They were trying to say it as they think maybe someone French would try to say it. Um, so before we get to your lesson, I just want to remind folks that we're speaking with Isabel Heidbretter. She's the executive director of Alliance Francaise of St. Louis, and we're talking about the connections between St. Louis and France. And as you've heard right now, we're getting a French lesson. So, excusez-moi, let's continue with the French lesson. How do you say these words? Um, Gravois. Gravois. Okay. And does that mean anything? That was the name of the family, I believe. Okay. Gravois. What's next? De Balivière. Ooh. De Balivière. You mean it's not De Bolivar? It's not De Bolivar. Are you sure? I am. I know that. <laughs> okay. De Balivière. De Balivière. And that was another name. Okay. That was another name. And Versailles. Versailles. You mean it's not Versailles, Illinois? It's not Versailles. Oh, you're sure? Uh-huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> so um, what do people have to do if they wanted to get a French lesson um, in person with um, Alliance Francaise? They, they give us a call, and we will set them up. I can see them tonight. So are you still doing these these Zoom lessons, or are they more in person? It's it's up to the customer. We will ask them if they have been vaccinated because this is important to us and how safe they are. My entire staff and our all the students who come to the Alliance have been vaccinated, so I'm very proud to say that we're a very safe environment. And uh, But we will leave it up to the person. Some of my students still like to stay home and be on Zoom to be safe, and some come to the Alliance. We can do it with a mask, without a mask. We are very, you know, I'm, I've had my two shots and I've had COVID, so I'm as safe as one can get. Okay. So um, I know that you mentioned you wanted to kind of get past some of the thoughts that, oh, French people don't want to meet folks, and I want to be able to talk about outreach. But who we have on the line, we have Chris and he's calling from St. Louis, and uh, he would like to ask a question or uh, have something toward the conversation, and I think he wants to talk about um, Lacled's trip. 
and how it deserves more credit. Chris, you're on the air on St. Louis on the Air. Hi, thank you. I actually, uh, my question is uh, the sponsor of the uh, Clud's trip up the river that you know led to the uh, establishment of the village that grew into our city. Uh, uh, Gilbert Maxent, it was, it was Maxent and Company, uh, that you know paid for McLeod and Choteau to uh, uh, to come come our way. Uh, he seems to have been forgotten in history. I know he didn't enjoy the best reputation later in his life in New Orleans, but um, I'm wondering if if you have any comment on that. I, you know, the little bit of or the bit of studying I've done about it, he just doesn't seem to get a whole lot of mention uh, or credit as to uh, his contribution. To, that led to the establishment of, uh, of the trading post that you know had grown into a, a great city, uh, Gilbert Maxent. I wonder if you had any, any comment about that. It, it is my understanding that after the Seven Year War, which you know was a war between French and the British, and Pierre Laclaid was sent to the United States uh, as a corsair or a privateer. The difference between a privateer and a pirate is that the pirate works for his for himself while a privateer works for the king. Mm. So uh, at first, the job of Pierre Laclede was to stop the British uh, ships from bringing arms to the United States uh, and to arm, you know, the British soldiers. And he did that very well. And eventually he became, Pierre Laclede became an arms dealer, pretty much. Uh, the association with Maxon, as far as I know, was a business relationship. And during his entire life, Pierre Laclede went back and forth uh, from St. Louis to uh, New Orleans uh, to have a business deal with Maxon. And it's on one of those uh, trips uh, that on the way back from New Orleans to St. Louis that Pierre Laclede died. The irony about that death is that nobody knows where Pierre Laclede is buried. Uh, there were, there, I was even private, I did some research at the historical uh, library uh, on, um, uh, in St. Louis, and I came across the strangest document that almost said that Pierre Laclede was attacked by Indians and that he was cannibalized. And that is a wonderful story, unfortunately. And there is a, an official document of some sort. Unfortunately, nothing has been able to be proven. But the one thing that we know is that there's no burial part of Pierre Laclede. The relationship with Maxon, to come back to that question, the way I understood it was a financial you know, a financial arrangement. They were associates. Okay. Well, thank you for the history lesson. I, I, I know the history is really deep um, between, and I'm interested in it as well, between France and Missouri. And uh, we could talk about uh, in a bit about maybe some references that we could use. Uh, we want to get another caller in. Um, I would like to speak with and hear from Linda. She's in Crestwood. And since we were talking about language and I was definitely not trying to make fun of anybody from St. Louis because I'm from here as well about how you pronounce certain words. And some people have some fear about maybe going to France or a French-speaking country. Uh, but Linda uh, looks like she had a trip to Paris and she had a certain experience. Let's see how her trip went. Linda, you're on the air. Thanks for coming on the air with St. Louis on the Air. Um, several years ago, I was in Paris with three friends. Of the four, I knew the most French. 
uh, when we got off the train in Chart, um, we wanted to get lunch, but it was late. We went into a cafe. It was closed. I remembered a line from a Mel Brooks movie and said, oh, tell Dommage. And the proprietor served us sandwiches and a salad for knowing two French words. Isabel? Well, I, I love to hear this. <laughs> I love to hear this. That's, that's a great story. I think that one of the fundamental difference between French and Americans is that Americans, when we walk around, we have that one-foot bubble of safety all around us. And nobody is allowed to infringe in that bubble. If we have to do it, we feel that we have to make eye contact and immediately say something. Whether the French do not have that bubble and the way they protect themselves is by ignoring others. Because if you don't exist to a French person, they're not going to be able to hurt you and you are not going to be able to hurt them. So I think that part of it is a protection mechanism that, you know, we, we take the opposite approach. And I think that this is part of the reason why the French have that reputation of being a little, you know, off putting and stuff. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Thank you, Linda, for calling. And just one thing, and maybe just under 30 seconds. Could you let us know, we've been talking about language and, and such and some of the streets and all that that are here. Do you have any recommendations, real quick, about best places that are around St. Louis and Missouri to experience other aspects of French culture without having to go to France and being worried about stepping on toes? Come to the Alliance. <laughs> come to the Alliance. Come to one of our meetings at the Society. Uh, look at our website. We, we just had the Fête de la Musique, uh, which was a French karaoke. Uh, that's, a, that's so a music festival, right? That's a music festival okay. in France and all over the world. Okay. And we had French karaoke night. And, you know, we, we will, uh, on our website, we, we will welcome anybody French to let us know what they're doing so that we can publicize it. Okay. Isabel Heibreder. She is the executive director of Alliance Francaise de Saint-Louis, or of St. Louis. I'd like to thank you very, very much for joining us today. And we hope that uh, maybe we'll get some folks to come out to University City to the Alliance. That sounds wonderful. Thank, thank you. you very much for thank having you. me. Thank you very much. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.